Hello, and welcome to Let Me Tell You a Story podcast, produced by ED Media. Today's story is from the best-selling novel, Journey to the Kingdom of Soul, written by author Everlast. Chapter 30. What do you think happened out there? Miss Linda asked as she and Lil Kay made their way around the large table. They were handing out fruit to each child for their morning breakfast. I don't know, Lil Kay answered in a low tone. Elisha make sure you don't waste none of that flat cake today like you did yesterday. Yes Lil Kay, the little girl replied. Did you feel those shock waves last night? Miss Linda asked sticking close to the Duchess. Yes, Lil Kay replied, trying to keep it short. Octavius, no playing at the table. Yes Lil Kay, the chocolate-faced boy said, feeling like he was just scolded by his own mother. Lil Kay moved with grace around the table, greeting every child with a smile, a touch on their shoulder, or a caress on their cheek. Let's go to the storage, Lil Kay said to Ms. Linda when she finished making her rounds at the breakfast table. When they stepped into the room Lil Kay turned to her and said, Ms. Linda we have to keep our conversation around the children limited. They are holding on to a lot of hope out there that Papa Big and the rest of the brigade will get us through this. So I don't want to discourage them with talk of the war outside. Miss Linda nodded and said, I'm sorry Lil Kay, it's just. Lil Kay tried to fill the void. I know what you're feeling Miss Linda. And I'm sorry for bringing you and Corey into this situation, but we have to hold it together. Those children's lives depend on it, okay, Lil Kay said taking Miss Linda's hands into hers. Okay, she said, then suddenly hugged Lil Kay. Thank you Lil Kay. No, thank you, Lil Kay said with a bright smile. Bang. 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 The loud thumping made both women jump. What was that? Miss Linda asked with a nervous look in her eyes. Come, Lil Kay said, grabbing Miss Linda's hand. They shuffled out into the main room. All of the children had stopped eating, while the adults stood stock still not sure of what to do next. Everyone stared at Lil Kay and Miss Linda as they hustled into the room and made their way down the aisle to the big steel door. Bang. 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 Everyone nervously jumped, except for Lil Kay. Please help us, a faint voice said from the other side. Someone please help us. Miss Linda looked at Lil Kay who continued to stare at the door. Making up her mind, Lil Kay took two steps back. There was no way she was going to open the door. Please. We need you, the pleas were persistent, but convincing enough for Lil Kay not to take that chance. Chapter Break The stench of death was heavy in the air as the sun rose in the jungle city. The brook looked to be in near ruins with industry army soldiers now covering every section of the large metropolis. They had search parties out looking for survivors, food and any valuables left behind for the taking. Timus ordered the bodies of Papa Big and D Tiger put into boxes and placed on the back of a wagon. The boxes were placed under heavy guard until the wagon was transported to industry land, where their bodies would be put on display for all the world to see. Then Timus, Major Zor, and Fungi set up camp inside of the Jungle City boardroom, basking in their victory as they received first aid for their wounds. Gentlemen, this is one of our proudest conquests in our history, Timus began, once he shooed the man away with stitching up his face. And your loyalty to me. Industry land, and the gods of force will be rewarded. Timus stood up and poured three cups of wine. Shocked by the gesture, Zor looked over to Fungi who returned the same confused look. 
For as long as Zor could remember Timu's has never poured anyone a drink. Timu's handed each man a cup, then raised his own cup. To industry land. To industry land. Zor and Funky repeated, then they all took a large swallow of the red liquid. When Muzina is divided up, you two will possess a section of it to rule, Timu's said with a slight smirk in the corners of his mouth. Thank you Timu's, Zor said, feeling pleased by his leader's words. Zor had worked hard all his life for this moment and now it was going to pay off. Fungi on the other hand never thought his services to the army would ever pay off to anything more than the position he was already holding. Surprise was written all over his face. Yes your excellency. I want to express my thanks as well. You two have earned the right to govern your own land, Timu said as he took a seat in Papa Big Huge Chair. And I think it's time we prepare the army for the transition. Both men nodded in agreement as Timu's continued. I know we have one more city to go before we can call ourselves the true rulers of Muzina, but in the meantime, bask in our victory gentlemen. You deserve it, Timu said giving his to two military leaders their well-earned praise. Zor and Fungi saluted Timu's, then continued to hammer out the details of the industry army's future, while their men continued to loot the city and lock down any survivors they could find hidden in the city. Chapter Break Any sound from inside? Captain Ishmael asked when he reached the bottom landing of the Jungle City shelter. No sir. You sure he isn't lying to us? Captain Ishmael asked, then cut his eyes at the man they had standing off to the side under knife point. No man. I'm not lying. I'm telling you, there and there, the man pleaded. Captain Ishmael looked at him with nothing but disgust in his eyes. Then he went back to watching his men work on the big steel door. How much longer? He should be in there in a few captain, one of the industry army soldiers said over his shoulder. Good. Once you're inside, kill all those who resist, Ishmael said. Yes sir. The captain then turned and left the shelter thinking the man was only buying himself some time. If there was someone on the other side of that door, they couldn't have possibly had any plans of staying in there without any food and a water supply. Ishmael laughed to himself, thinking the man was going to die anyway, no matter if someone was on the other side of that door or not. Chapter Break Lil Kay stood front and center with her two trusty daggers in her hands, and Miss Linda close to her side with a metal pipe in her hand. Behind them ten mothers stood armed and ready with knives, clubs, and metal pipes of their own. The tension in the air was thicker than the smoke from their burning city on the other side of the door. The women stood stock still for hours waiting for the people on the other side of the door to break into the shelter. The door finally shifted, then it was rocked back and forth, as the stone around its edges crumbled to the ground. Lilke closed her eyes, and said a silent prayer. When she opened her eyes the pounding stopped. Then all of a sudden a loud bang made all of the women jump out of their shoes. Bang! 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 The loud banging sent stone chips flying into the room until one loud bang knocked the door off track and it swung inward into the shelter. An industry army soldier stuck his head into the shelter and locked eyes with Lil K. He slowly smiled revealing his rotten teeth, as dust particles hung heavily in the air. They're here! He reported before he could pull his head back into the corridor. Miss Linda's cry of strength was felt throughout the entire shelter, as she swung her metal pipe and connected with the soldier nose. Ah! He fell back into one of his comrades, then crumbled to the ground as blood rained down out of his nose like a waterfall. 
Miss Linda's sudden burst of anger set the tone for the rest of the women in the room, as the grip around their weapons tightened. Bang! 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 The door was suddenly pushed in far enough for two men to climb over the fallen rocks and push their way into the room. The first man in ran right into the waiting Lil Kay and her five-inch dagger. Yeah. Lil Kay stepped to the side and stabbed the soldier right in his chest. When he buckled to grab at the dagger, one of the pipe-welding mothers attacked him like a wild cheetah. The second soldier through the door stepped over the fallen rocks and, managed to swing his sword once before he was attacked by the shelter's protective mothers. The soldier cries sent a chill up the spine of every child held up in the back room. Corey snatched open the door just enough for him and Doris to get a peep of the action. The nervous children hovered behind them and tried to catch a small view of the next room, but were quickly pushed away by Tola and Elisha. Get back. What's happening? We want to see. No, stay back. When Corey saw the 5th and 6th Industry Army soldier make his way into the chaotic shelter, he knew it was time to make his move. Corey quickly closed the door and turned to the group behind him, Okay yeah, it's time to go. Go? Go where? Someone blurted out. Corey ignored the question and made his way over to the spot Lil K showed him when they first came down to the shelter. Lil K knew Corey would be able to keep the spot a secret, and when it was time to use the secret spot, he would be their best choice to lead the rest of the children to it. Come on. Help me, Corey ordered, then turned back to the wall of baskets. Octavius and Tola hurried over to help Corey move the baskets as the rest of the children looked on. When Corey cleared out the area he was looking for, he pulled up a drop rug revealing a trapdoor in the floor. Corey pulled it open releasing a cool air breeze from the underground tunnel. What's down there? Elisha asked nervously. Our escape. Come on Doris, you lead the way, and I'll bring up the back, Corey ordered over the screams that seemed to be getting louder the longer they stayed in the room. Doris hesitated. But where am I going? I can't even see in there. Corey turned around, grabbed a torch from off the wall, then lit it with some sulfur and a spark next to it. Here. Now go. We need reinforcements. The scene in the shelter's main room got bloodier by the second as a team of industry army soldiers made their way into the shelter, only to be met by the same welcoming the soldiers before them received. Ms. Linda watched Lil Kay's blind side, as Lil Kay showed how she earned her respect as the Duchess of the Jungle City, by sweeping one soldier and pitching a dagger in the neck of another. Giving Ms. Linda the time she needed to swing her now bloody pipe at anyone in range. In the midst of the fighting Lil Kay lost count of the soldiers coming in through the door, and the brave mothers who were losing their lives, until she looked up and took a quick survey of the room. The only ones remaining were Lil Kay, Miss Linda, and two other women. Five industry army soldiers moved around the dead and tried to gain position on the surviving women, causing two of the soldiers to lose their lives, while the last three cut down the last two mothers standing. Lil Kay gathered herself, then cried out in anger as she ran at one of the waiting soldiers. No. Lil Kay stopped short of her run and turned around to face the voice that just stopped her from taking the industry army soldier out. Siku? She asked with a confused look in her eyes. Siku looked haggard with fresh blood on his face, hands, and the front of his ripped shirt. He was holding a long sword with blood dripping off of its blade, and he had the look of murder in his eyes. Look at this Owen, the rat is coming to the rescue, one of the last three surviving industry army soldiers joked as he aimed his sword.
Rat? What is he talking about, Saku? Lil Kay asked. Saku looked at the woman he had a secret love affair with for several years now and felt at peace with his decision. We've been defeated, Lil Kay, Saku said as everyone in the room seemed to freeze for their exchange. Lil Kay looked at his eyes. That's right, ladies. It's over. So surrender now, and I promise we'll let you live, one of the soldiers spat as he moved closer to his prey. You brought them here? Lil Kay asked not wanting to believe she had to ask that. Everyone stood stock still as her question hung in the air. Trust me Lil Kay, was all Saku could say before he charged at the closest soldier to him. Clink clink clink. Their swords popped and snapped as the soldier tried to defend himself against the heavy onslaught. One of his partners flexed to jump into their fight, but he was quickly cut off by one of Lil Kay's daggers. Ah. Lil Kay's dagger slammed him in his stomach. Ms. Linda wasted no time sliding in to put the soldier out of his misery. She hit him in his head, cracking his skull before he hit the ground. Saku used his experience as a brigade leader to cut down the last two industry army soldiers in the shelter, then he turned to Lil Kay and said, You have to go. Reinforcements are on the way. But why Saku? Why did you bring them here? Lil Kay asked. Her voice cracked at the mere thought of her only love turning her over to the army. To give you and the children time to get out of here, Saku said. Lil Kay, we might have lost the battle, but as long as those children make it out of here and avenge the brook when the time comes, then we will be able to win the war. What? What are you talking about? What about Papa Big and Lady Light? Lil Kay asked. Dead. They're all dead, Saku said with a grim look on his face but not you. You will be able to teach the children their history, and give them the strength they'll need to return here one day. Lil Kay softened up and walked toward him. What about you? Saku smiled, maybe one day we will see each other again, but for now, you are to follow the escape plan we designed and take the children to the kingdom of Seoul. Come with us, Lil Kay said feeling her love slowly slipping away. A mixture of voices and footsteps could be heard coming down the steps. No. I will hold them off. Now go. Lil Kay ran to Saku and kissed him hard on his lips knowing this would be the last time she would see him alive. When she pulled back, tears began to dribble down her cheeks as she said her last words to him. I love you Saku. The footsteps got closer. I love you too. Now go, he said, giving her a light push away from him. Then he ran straight for the broken down steel door to cut off anyone that tried to enter the shelter. Lil Kay grabbed Ms. Linda's hand and led the way to the back room. Lil Kay closed the door behind them and locked it, blocking out the screams from the other side. Down there, Lil Kay said, grabbing a torch and lighting it before the two women headed down into the dark tunnel. When Lil Kay and Ms. Linda came out on the other side of the tunnel they found the children waiting for them in a twenty-foot-long boat that was stashed on the edge of the river. Look! It's Lil Kay, Tola shouted, catching everyone's attention as the boat floated away from the shore. Corey got the reese off the children into the boat, then got it to float out into the river. But he didn't know how to stop it or turn it around. That didn't stop Lil Kay from getting to the boat. She ran out into the water, and began to swim for the boat with Miss Linda hot on her heels. Miss Linda thought she was going to have a heart attack from all the running and swimming. She was relieved when the children reached down into the water and pulled her and Lil Kay safely onto the boat. The boat quickly turned into an emotional scene as some of the children began to cry. 
while others bombarded Lil Kay and Miss Linda about what happened and where they were going. Children claimed down. When they all settled down to hear what Lil Kay had to say, she looked into the eyes of them all and said, We will make it through this if we stick together, and pray to the gods of song for our safe journey to the kingdom of Seoul. Yes, Lil Kay, the children answered in unison as the boat continued to float downstream into the sunlight. To be continued. Journey to the Kingdom of Soul Book 2 is coming soon. Hey everyone, it's Author Everlast. I want to thank you for listening to Let Me Tell Your Story podcast. Tune in for the next episode. God bless and be safe.